What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the show. Before we start, I just wanted to give a quick message. I'm actually splicing this in before the episode starts. Um, I just moved recently, and the audio for my tracks kind of got a little screwed up with the settings, and I did not realize it in time. So this episode, as well as the next episode, my track specifically is going to sound a little odd. I doctored it up as much as I could, so hopefully it's not too terrible. But, um, yep, everything's going to be back to normal that next week. Um, and yeah, so I just wanted to give you guys a heads up. So back to the usually scheduled program in three, two, one. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Alternative Reality Podcast. Uh, we talk about everything nerdy, everything gaming, basically everything awesome. I am Hebrew Hammer. I'm filling in for Chew today as our usual host. Um, but I, of course, am joined by the hooch What's as up, always yep uh we're basically gonna be holding down the front because chu has what does he have why is he gone this time oh i don't know we stepped away from uh, what are we giving sexually him? transmitted diseases and things like that um, no longer sexually transmitted diseases no no he's he's got um uh, uh repetitive wrist injury from too much fapping that's just reality. That's actually just like reality. <laughs> What's happened? Too many, he's opened too many Pokemon cards. It is actually, yeah, uh, it is actually like he had a hand-related injury. So, yeah, we'll say the cause of it is because of that. Yeah. It's, it's still like, I mean, it's better than an S. Yeah, better than an STD. Oh, it's absolutely. Just, better than yeah. super herpes. I mean, that's just taking care of yourself too much, yeah. one, one could even <laughs> Self- say. <laughs> self-care, a little too much <laughs> self-care. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so we're going to be holding down the fort. Um, just so you guys know, we just wanted to, of course, thank everyone for coming and listening, as always, every single week. Uh, it's really appreciated. Make sure that you guys leave those reviews on Apple Podcasts. That's what means the most to us. Um, having anyone see those reviews uh, allows them to basically think that we're bigger than we are and then and then uh they'll come in and listen to us ramble on for hours at a time and then they'll fall in love with us maybe don't that's the ultimate goal that's the narrative we tell ourselves at least yes yeah um but anyways so yes thank you very much for that and of course thank you very much for our patreons really appreciate you guys for anyone that's interested um in going and checking out the perks that we have for all of our patrons you can do that at patreon.com forward slash anr pod and um we will be going through at the very end and listing off all of our patrons um which we love to do because it's just another level of support for you guys um and uh, a bigger thank you for for listening to us and staying with us after all this time especially I mean, who wants to listen to us talk? Pay us to listen to us talk. It's crazy. Oh, Jesus. It's I don't still, know about you. I get, I get paid to hear, for people to hear me talk at great oh. length. That, yeah, that's true. Well, for maybe for me then. It's amazing that people pay to hear me talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, also, lastly, don't forget to check out um, our Discord, discord.me forward slash ANR. Um, you can join that. We have lots of different games and like little... Uh, how should I say, sub-communities there for a bunch of different games and topics, um, even things like you know stocks and movies and stuff like that. So we always love talking to everyone on there. And finally, we can actually get to the show. So Hooch is going to be guiding us through this week since he was nice enough to put together the show notes for us. Hoo-ah. So Hooch, you can take us away. Take us away. Oh, yeah. So- I'll be your senpai. Or wait, what is it? Sen- you be my sensei. Sensei. I'll be the senpai. There you go. <laughs> uh, I, you know what? I'm just going to kick us off with like the one of the biggest stories from this past week. And Marvel dropped the final, I believe, or or second Shang Chi trailer. Uh, did you get a chance? You got a chance to watch this thing, right? Fuck yeah, I got a chance to watch that thing, dude. Uh, so lots of key moments from this. I mean, you get it. They get to dive back a little bit into more of. Uh, the origins of Shang Chi. Uh, you get to see some clips from the actual Mandarin, right? Not the Trevor character from uh, Iron Man Three. Uh- okay, wait. So that's still so confusing to me. So, all right. So, man, like, yes, I remember that character from Tony, Iron Man Three. Yeah, yeah, from Iron Man Three. Mm-hmm. And he was so he. There is a real Mandarin, and that yes. was a 
fake Mandarin? Yes, he was the fake Mandarin, and now we're going to see the real Mandarin. I think part of the problem... Was that that intended at the time, or is that just being retconned now? Uh, I'm going to say that the idea of the Mandarin and the the Ten Rings um, was always in there, because don't forget in the original Iron Man, that was the group that kidnapped him. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I think that that idea has always kind of been there. And, and Kevin Feige is the kind of guy who's easily going to long term, long term. Yeah. And yeah. was thinking, hey, if this thing kicks off, here's a bunch of Easter eggs that we've thrown in there. And I think that's what we're kind of dealing with. They're like, oh, well, you know, we can make this guy the, the one from Iron Man 3, the fake Mandarin. Because don't forget, like, the actual character, the Mandarin and, and Shang-Chi and Ping Peng Foom and all those characters mm-hmm. that are, you know, the, 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 the Asian-based characters all were just bad stereotypes that they had to find a way to knock that out to make the characters a little bit less offensive. <laughs> just, like, not offensive at all. So I right. think that's, <laughs> that's kind of one of the, like, at the yeah. time, maybe they hadn't found a good way to navigate through that. So I don't think that's so. That's why maybe we got the fake Trevor. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I know that information. Yeah, it's probably out there somewhere, and I just can't remember exactly what it was. So you know, you know, uh, listeners, patrons, whatever. If I'm totally off base, please just call me out on it. Hit us up on Discord and be like, you don't know what you're talking about. It's all this. <laughs> yeah, I just I just remember like being like really. I mean, I I did not like uh, Iron Man three. Nobody and... did. Yeah, I mean, like, for two reasons. A, like, I hate whenever the villain is just more of the hero. No like, one liked Trevor, the Mandarin. Yeah, yeah, and then that's the other reason, is that, like, having that whole thing happen, I was like, wow, this is such a letdown and so stupid now. See, I'm beginning to see that when when something, when a movie's kind of set something up for you, and mm-hmm. then completely hit you from left field, like, this is not what you were showing me, now I don't like it. <laughs> well, no, it's it's more of like if you – I actually love it whenever movies do that, but mm-hmm. I like it whenever they do it in a good way. Okay. Like if, if they give me a bad excuse for something, then I feel like they were just trying to trick me just to trick me, not doing it in a clever way. So, like I love it whenever movies come out of left field and are like, um, you know, oh, this was actually happening the whole time or something like that. So and then I like go back and I watch it and I can see that that was the deal. Like – those kinds of things, yeah. fucking love. So, so something like the Good Place, where yes. you see all those little hints as you're leading up to the big reveal, and then midway through the season, they hit you with the "Oh, you thought it was this? No." Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, like I, I always go back to like Sixth Sense, like did okay. it really well. Like you know those kind of reveals, I'm like, oh fuck, it just has to be done well. Like I, so like whenever it isn't done well, and it's just like a joke to be a joke, or like haha, we tricked you when it's like. <laughs> Yeah, no shit. It's because you just changed it for no reason. I'm like, I just don't appreciate that because I just don't think it takes any effort or talent. So no, bo- no more boner jokes. Got it. No more, no more. Oh no, I like a, a well placed boner joke. Don't get me wrong. I'm a, I'm a man of value here. I love a well placed boner joke, but that okay. was not a well placed boner joke. All right. Well, <laughs> speaking of a collective bunch of jokes, uh, in addition to the Shang Chi trailer this week. Uh, DC and Warner Brothers decided to drop the, I believe this is the final Suicide Squad trailer before we start to see this thing this summer, right? What did you think of that? Um, I, I gotta be honest. I hated that trailer, dude. Seriously? No. I was gonna say, what is wrong? (laughs) It's James Gunn. Yeah, no, dude, that shit was fucking awesome, man. Yeah, so... I I mean, I've loved every single one of them so far, so yeah, this was just a great addition for another trailer. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Oh, sorry, I want to take... I know I promised I wasn't gonna do this. I do want to take one step back to the Shang-Chi trailer. Did you see who was at the end of it? Did I see who was at the end? Yes. I don't think so. Or at least I didn't recognize Did you miss the abomination? I didn't know that that was the abomination. That was the abomination. The big, huge guy facing against, look like Wong. The abomination, just to be clear, the abomination is like the Hulk's. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It looks like counterpart. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. So. They have a do they have a thing? Is that known in the comic books? They have like a thing against I know each other. Nothing about Shang Chi in the comic books, but like some okay. of the stuff that I was listening to and hearing about with this particular trailer, where like it sounds like there's some big tournament or something that's happening, and maybe Abomination is the you know U.S. government's entry into it or something, and Wong is for the 
you know, um, the the but why am I forgetting? I'm blanking on the name of the Sorcerer Supreme's group. The freaking uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So that that was I forgot to bring that up earlier. Like Abomination is is looks like he's coming back in, which is uh really cool because I think everybody was thinking he was gonna come back in for uh the She Hulk show, mm-hmm. and it looks like he's coming in a little sooner than that. Strange. I feel like it's strange to have him come in in a non-Hulk related thing. At this but point, also kind of cool, I guess. Yeah, at the same time, I don't care. Marvel, hit me with what you got. Everything that they've been doing, I trust them. Yeah, I, now. I wholeheartedly trust them. They've done. Although you know, you we were just talking a second ago. You don't like boner jokes and hit you with the boner joke at the end of Wandavision. So that's the only. I mean, that show. Like, I still give them a pass on it. Mm-hmm. As far as like, I'm not going to let one show ruin uh, like. 20 great movies yeah you know what i mean yeah like i, I still trust them to do the right thing and and they have even said that that didn't happen like that stuff didn't happen exactly the way that they had originally planned out yeah they had to cut out stuff and everything like that and uh, just so everyone knows basically the majority of people agree that uh yeah the ending of one division it was the garbage that it actually is <laughs> so i just want to reinforce that to everyone all I right we'll move from one garbage to the garbage of the DC villains that is the team that makes up the Suicide Squad and their wonderful trailer where we got to see more of uh, Idris Elba's character. Why am I blanking on his name now? Uh, That's his name, dude? What a cool name. Yeah, his, 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 his name is Why, why am, I am I blanking, blanking on his name? name? Uh, as, Shit, dude. With, he sounds with, evil as fuck. There, there's blanking on his name, man. There's Polka Dot Man. There's, uh, there's Weasel Guy. <laughs> There's a shark. Team. I gotta say, the so is the weasel guy. Is that canon? I have no That's real? idea. I need to read okay. more of the comic books, especially about the Suicide Squad. But that thing looked disgusting. <laughs> I mean, yes, but I love whenever he was like, you know, oh shit, is this a werewolf? Get this fucking thing away from me! Like that was all. That that whole movie is just gonna be basically like Guardians of the Galaxy with more people. And in DC, yeah, like that's what it feels like to me. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, the one of the best things about the trailer was my kids saw the commercial and they're like, "It's John Cena! It's John Cena!" And it's like, "Yeah." He's like, we're, I'm like, "You're not gonna watch that movie? Forget it." And he goes, "Yeah, about to say." Yeah. He's like, but but I want to see this. He's like, no, you're not watching that movie. Then I had to explain the concept of spinoff to my to mm-hmm. my kids because oh, he boy. has the spinoff. Peacemaker has the spinoff coming out. Right, but that character right. by itself just seems so freaking awesome because he's just batshit insane about his his world and his vision of justice and how he will literally murder everyone yeah. and everything to achieve it. Was it. I will murder every man, woman, and child yes. for justice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or for peace. For, pe- yeah. for peace. I'll, right. Yeah. In the name of peace. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was good. Then uh, something I was talking about with some folks at work was uh, Viola Davis as Amanda mm-hmm. Waller perfect i didn't i i don't know i didn't like her in the first one dude i mean everything about that first movie is a travesty yeah, to me yeah. so but in this i mean in the trailer you see exactly yeah. who more of who amanda waller is like in the other in in the first movie you just you didn't really get a sense of anybody it's just kind of dumb um but now you see sort of what could have happened because the character i can't remember his name it sucks but the whole concept of using his daughter against him was very similar to what they kind of did to Deadshot in the first Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. But the problem is, is you have Will Smith in that role. I think this, like, that's the mistake they made. It should have been Idris Elba as Deadshot from the start, from the get-go. He's much... I mean... Yeah. He's a much more believable, like, anti-hero type. Yeah, I mean, but let's be honest. Like, you put Idris Elba in anything, and I'm watching. Oh, heck, you yeah. know what I mean? Heck yeah. <laughs> heck yeah. But but yeah, he can sell the shit, sell the shit out of any role he plays. Dude. Yeah, I. Uh, um, if he was, he the, was the. Go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say he was the best part of even that that really shit movie that came out a while ago with. Uh, um, oh God, what's his name? The one about the towers. Oh yeah, Dark Tower. Dark Tower. Yeah, like he was the only good thing about that movie yeah. and even then i mean that wasn't great but yeah like so obviously idris elba is a is a good actor that can elevate anything yeah um idris yeah, bond no. please as the next bond idris elba come on i've i've been actually rooting for that for a long time yeah. like i i think that he would make a fucking fantastic bond so and i'm a i'm a massive bond fan you so yeah. you never watched the supergirl tv show did you <sighs> no. okay well the reason why i bring it up is because there's another character i think he would have been great for well 
that they used in that show named Manchester Black, mm-hmm. right? Normally he, okay. normally like you think in the comics and the animation, he shows up as a, as a white guy from, you know, Britain, but in the TV show for Supergirl, uh, he was a black mm-hmm. guy and his story arc was actually really cool. And the actor who played him did a really good job. But like, if you want to translate that to a movie, like, uh, I think Idris Elba would have been able to pick up that role and just go running with it and been a great Manchester Black based on how they did that character within the Supergirl TV show. We don't have that. We have him as another. You know what? I swear to God, forget it. Ignore. Uh, conf- please excuse the clickety clack, but I have to figure out what this character. Clickety clack. The clickety clacks. I've got to figure out what this character's name is now. I'm just so mad at myself for not remembering. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, blood. Sport. I will say. Thank you, blood sport. Which one? Mud sport. Blood sport. Blood sport. Yes. Okay. Ugh, there we go. Well, I mean, I, either way, with. You know, his character looks amazing. I'm really interested to see that polka dot character just because he looks funny as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, all I mean, all the characters there look like legit hilarious. So I'm I'm fucking amped to to see this goddamn movie. Yeah, I can't wait. It's it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Well, all we gotta do is wait till August. Uh, and then of course it'll it'll so also be on a, it'll be on HBO Max. So uh, there you go. Get your HBO yep. Max. Dude, HBO Max is like that's the shit. Dude. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. They're doing it right. I'm telling you. Well, HBO Max is doing it. Um, unfortunately, Warner Brothers themselves have had a couple of stumbling po- points uh, over the past couple of weeks. Uh, most recently, because Lego has now attached itself to Universal, it looks like we will not be seeing a Lego Batman 2 movie that was in the works being written um by uh oh my god who was it uh now i'm trying to remember exactly who it was um oh the adult oh uh uh what should we call it the dan Harmon. that's who it was um Mm -hmm. was was writing it and uh that will no longer be happening because it looks like that in order for that to happen, Warner Brothers is going to have to allow Universal to create a movie using its biggest money-making IP in Batman. Don't see that happening. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Which is a shame because like, I, I did really like the first Lego Batman. Oh, God. A good bit. That movie was such a surprise like, hit. Like I remember Lego Batman yeah. and the Lego movie was funny. But mm-hmm. then when they yeah. decided to transition and, and, and blow that out to becoming a full character in a full length movie I was like Ooh, I don't know but they did a great job with it yeah I was in the same uh, like state of mind on that I was like I just don't know if they can really expand upon this that much without like just you know losing themselves in the sauce way too quick and making like a too much of a parody of it you know what I mean where it's like it's the same joke over and over and over again like oh, that, that, ha 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 yeah. like but no, they did a really good job of, of like um, really keeping it funny the entire way through, which was really impressive. Um, but yes, yeah, so I, w- I would have loved to see Batman too, especially with uh, um, Dan Harmon, because Dan Harmon's one of those like he's one of those like beautiful tortured minds of comedy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Um, like whenever it comes to writing, like you see that in almost everything that he does, but especially Rick and Morty. Yeah. yeah. I think that was where he really was able to like let his his crazy weird and wonderful mind do all of its magic um because you really got to see him actually dive into some of that on on community as well on particular episodes but um yeah just seeing it unleashed fully in rick and morty you see how much of a genius he is so seeing a lego batman version of that like obviously it would have been more tamed than the shit that we get in rick and morty but it would have been really cool to see that kind of like crossover into that world yeah i think one of the interesting things for me about just lego batman in general was how much will arnett was able to Mm -hmm. take that character and like to me he's like the second best voice actor for batman next to kevin conroy yeah he did a really good job i actually like I knew he was going to do a good job because in uh, uh, what you got thirty rock, mm-hmm. 
Did you ever see his character in Thirty no, Rock or watch that? I never show watched at all? Thirty Rock. I think for me it was okay. It was uh, Tracy Morgan just turned me off from the whole thing, dude. Ironically, um, Tracy Morgan is like the one character in that show that like consistently was just like, oh, here's Tracy Morgan again. Yeah. His character is just like, I mean, his, him as an actor, I feel like is his. He always plays like a similar character, mm-hmm. and like they're just they just don't do it for yeah. me. But um, so yeah, I, I agree with you there. But uh, like Alec Baldwin character and oh. that is amazing yeah. and um there's a lot of will arnett in there who plays like kind of like the the anti um jack i mean that was his name in the, the show <laughs> but i don't remember uh, will arnett's name but yeah. um but yeah like he plays like another version of him uh like it that's like younger like an up-and-comer mm-hmm. and they're always like having these like whisper talks to each other where they talk like that like really intensely and uh so seeing like after that, whenever they announced him for original Batman, I was like, "Oh, dude, he's gonna fucking crush it!" Just because his, he has that like whisper intense voice, mm-hmm. and whenever you like just rasp it up a little bit, you can make a total joke out of it. Oh, nice! Yeah, so I loved it. Well, uh, you know, speaking of speaking of raspy raspy voices and uh, uh, Batman doing things that he wouldn't do, uh, this is a little bit of an older article, but I think we haven't. We haven't really done enough justice to this. Uh, <laughs> we talked about it a little bit. How Warner Brothers decided in a upcoming scene in the Harley Quinn show that they were not going to allow Batman to be going down on Catwoman. I see. Uh, first of all, I like. I literally told Hooch whenever I read that article. I was like, I need to watch the show. If that was even like a thought in this show, like I was like, I have to watch this. You show. do have to so, watch the show. First of all, watch the show. I've been told several times now that you guys should watch the, or that I should watch the show. So I'm, I'm selling the same thing to you guys now. I'm going to watch it as well. But um, my God, first of all, that's hilarious. The image of that happening is is just hysterical. Uh, and I'm really upset that they didn't do it. But I got to say, I'm not surprised in the least bit that they didn't let him, him do that in the scene. So did you read the part as to why they won't let him do it? Well, yeah, because they said that, well, I liked the retort of the creators uh, better. But yeah, they said that they wouldn't let him do it because it's not something that a hero would yeah. do. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. What is this garbage? And, and then, yeah, they re- re- responded back with, so he's a selfish, heroes are selfish lovers or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so true. I mean. Yeah, you gotta you gotta give like both ways whenever it comes to sex, dude, and that should be taught um, for both heroes and villains. Absolutely, you know what I mean. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of giving, and we're gonna stick with the Warner Brothers line here. Uh, they gave away part of their gaming studio this week. Uh, EA has acquired the Playdemic Studio from Warner Brothers Games. Uh, I think everybody remembers that recently. There was an announced merger between Warner Brothers Games and, uh, sorry, Warner Brother, Warner Media and Discovery that they're going to be creating a new company all themselves. And I think everybody was kind of worrying, like, what was what was going to happen with certain, uh, you know, certain entities and and whatnot. But um, unfortunately, it looks like you know both EA was both EA was looking to get in more into the mobile gaming space, which is odd mm-hmm. because. They had a studio in Sacramento, California, that they closed. I believe mm-hmm. that's the studio. I think they gave us Galaxy of Heroes. So it's like you, you want to have a mobile studio, but you close one, so then you go buy another one that already has a game that's doing fairly well. Um, when did they close it? Oh, you know what? More because if it was a while ago, if it was a while ago, I could understand it because like. Mobile gaming in the past few years, especially, has gotten like crazy. So I could see like a very, you know, like kind of blind game studio, which EA is often like, you know, they're not aware. They just think that they're the shit and everything they do is correct. Um, I, I could see them being like, we don't need fucking mobile games. Maybe they like, do. You know, we're, we're fucking games. platform companies. But I... now I, I, I can see them. Obviously, everyone wants a bit of the mobile pie. Yeah. So. Yeah. I thought they did close it, but maybe they didn't. Um, I think I may have been wrong. So they 
didn't they never had a mobile studio. I, oh no 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 they have a mobile studio. Capital Games is still uh is still there. There okay. yes. But I uh, I could have swore that they had closed it or I'd heard that they had closed it. Uh, it wouldn't have made sense that they did, but this is this is EA we're talking about. They, they I mean EA does yeah, yeah shit that doesn't that's what I was saying earlier. Like EA does shit that doesn't make sense all the time because it's just not paying attention. Yeah, it's a small studio. But, it's definitely a small studio. So yeah, well, it makes sense that they'd want to amp it up then, because yeah, like you know, like I said, everyone wants a, a piece of the mobile pie. Like seeing how much fucking money is willing to be thrown down in mobile games, basically just for accessibility. Like that's what makes mobile games, you know, so much different than other games. Is just like the blatant accessibility that comes with it, and the huge audience um, that uh, can buy from it. So it's the player base. Yeah. It's the potential. I mean, you've got yeah, exactly. You automatically got millions. You know, mm-hmm. uh, of and if you expand it to other countries, billions of potential players. Yeah, and and as and the accepted forms of monetization that comes with yeah. it, like mobile games, do not get nearly as much scrutiny or backlash. Well, like it does, but it's still accepted, like uh, more so than in in platform games. Platform games, like there's still like this level of of ethics that are involved don't get me wrong like it's it's still not great but it's better than mobile gaming you know what i mean well i think with console gaming there was that initial oh i'm paying 60 or however much it was 30 40 dollars to play the premium they don't have that free to play mentality that actually took a little bit of time to get adopted even in pc in north america right that was i remember back in the day where you said free to play games everybody immediately equated it with this game is is low quality because mm-hmm. you're not charging me for this game up front? What, is this a piece of garbage? You're just hoping I'm going to give you money? No, because yeah. typically that's what happened, is the games that were usually brought to the North American market were lower in quality compared to what we had seen and become accustomed to paying premium pricing for, right? Yeah, it just, I, I attribute it to League of Legends, basically, showed the path. Oh, uh, League of Legends was not the one that showed the path. There were plenty. League of Legends showed the path, There were plenty dude. before League of Legends that had done that. What What were the games before League of Legends oh, that did that? Oh, God, I'm trying to think about Exactly. You know what did? You know what everyone knows? League of Legends. Le- uh, Fucking League of Legends. <laughs> you tell me, because- dude, that game dominates the fucking market and comes to play with non-predatory microtransactions and makes him more money than basically any other game. Who's bigger now, LOL or Fortnite? LOL or Fortnite? Yeah. I think so, League of Legends. You think League of Legends is still bigger? I don't know. That's why I'm asking the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think League of Legends has been the biggest PC game for like a, a long time. Uh, see, that's, so I, I think I that's would... where the difference is. Like you're, 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 I'm talking about like all together, right? I know oh, LOL does Oh, you're talking... Okay, I got you. Then in that case, yeah. yeah. If you're taking in like consoles as well and mobile, then yeah, it's an unfair comparison. I fully understand. Yeah, exactly. That I was just I I was Um, throwing it out there to knock you down a peg or two. (laughs) I would say if you add in, I would say if you add in the rest of, um, well, that would be also unfair. But I was going to say if you add in the rest of League of Legends games Mm -hmm. that are now also on mobile and stuff like that, I would say that Marvel or that Riot would still win. But um, yeah, those since those are separate games, it's not really a super fair comparison. No. Well, you know, actually, what's funny is legal. Well, sorry, Fortnite is no longer on mobile. You can't you can't load, download it on mobile anymore. So that kind of evens the playing. Oh, that's right. Bit. Yeah, because of the yeah because of the battle yeah. there. Yeah. Um, Fun times. Yeah, dude. It's amazing how like corporate greed and red tape blocked off like an entire platform like you know what Mm -hmm, i mean mm -hmm. that was already created no problem can be used for entertainment but because no one wanted to neither side wanted to cut a deal they're just like fuck it we're just gonna take it off the table then you know what Mm -hmm, i mean exactly like oh fuck it if that doesn't like epitomize like the issue that we have in gaming uh, i don't know what will because that was literally money above like enjoyment and product yeah well, you know where corporate greed didn't come into play with the where? release of the ep- first episode of season five of Rick and Morty, because WB slash Adult Swim whatever, now let it go on YouTube free of charge. 
So you can yeah, watch. I mean, that. I would say that's just for the first first episode. For the first right? episode, yeah, yeah. I would say that that's more of a like come watch. You know what oh, I yeah. mean? Like check this out, you'll love it, and then come watch yeah. it. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, either way, anything for free at the end of the day is still something for free at the end of the yeah. day. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'll I'll still count it as a win, but it's certainly not as generous as it could have been. <laughs> um. Well, if you think about it, like I think Adult Swim alone is actually free if you have like a cable subscription that support that has like Cartoon Network slash Adult Swim on it. All you have to do is just have your sign in info, and then you can log into the website and and see all the stuff. Yeah, have. I mean that's true of that's true of any um, channel now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, as long as you have their cable, uh, you you can do yeah. that. So. I agree with you. Um, you know, there is that. So, but yeah, they could have just released all of it for free on YouTube. Well, I mean, I, who knows? It was just the first episode. Was, who knows what's going to happen in the second one? I think they've only said it was going to be the first one. Just get them in, drip, drip, drip. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Which, you know what? I, but I'm okay with it because I want Ricky to, Rick and Morty to go on forever. So, like, if if that's the way that we can funnel money to them, let's let's do it. There are things that are getting money that are so undeserved compared to Rick and Morty, which needs to be, we, we need to ensure more it gets funded. 100 more episodes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, something that is not going on forever. The filming of Borderlands yep. has wrapped. Yep. Finally. We don't have... Oh, you're, and not even finally, dude. I felt like it was that quick, actually. That seemed very I quick, right? I, th- yeah. I think it was shortly before, what was the, I'm trying to remember exactly, it was a couple of months ago, where they had first announced... Yeah. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis on set in her uh, costume. And yeah, I guess it really was a couple months ago because yeah. I'm, I'm thinking in re- relation to the podcast um, because, you know, we haven't been doing the podcast for that, like this new version of the podcast for that long. Mm, dude, this is and 40 or 41, I think. I don't know, something like that. Damn, dude, time flies. Yeah, we're almost a year in. <laughs> but, but it seems like, fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think we're because so technically I think we're at week we're at week forty, but there were a couple of weeks we missed, so we may be a little further than that. We're at podcast forty. Yeah. I don't want to think about it any more than I have to <laughs> because now I'm feeling old. So let's just oh, let's just Jesus, you're feeling old. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> you're feeling cryptic. Oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Super old, super old, super old. But yeah, anyway, so but, the, the filming is wrapped. I think we still don't have a actual release date. I think everyone's speculating though that it's mm-hmm. going to be 2022 sometime. Maybe I would say so. Yeah, summer. Hopefully we'll see. Uh, uh, I'm disappointed that we never got a an announcement that The Rock was playing Brick. Dude, same. I I don't understand why they did. They got all these other characters. I'm like, like he literally is like the. Per- Although wait, is Brick is pretty short though, isn't he? Uh, I think that's like one difference. But I think they would have let that yeah, slide. I mean, come for- on. Because I'm, I don't know, just like that whole cast, I feel like it's begging for Dwayne Johnson. You know Dude, what I mean? When you make John Reese Davies look like he's about four and a half feet tall, come on. You could can, you can do yeah, it to, to rock and make him look shorter than he is. Yeah, that's true, for real. Although so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I mean, I'm super pumped. I will say, like, you, you remember the images that they released of, like, the silhouettes oh, yeah. of characters? Oh, yeah. The... I, I just don't buy that like i mean did you if you really look at them like they're they look like they're not real you know what i mean yeah we'll see we'll see what's gonna happen i just i i I, the whole thing just has me curious as to like how what is this actually gonna look like i'm i'm like i'm optimistic because there's a, a great cast and obviously i love the franchise and everything like that but there's a lot of things in my head that are telling me, like, man, like, I really hope this isn't going to be a fucking bomb. Dude. <laughs> I hope it's not another Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that one really was a letdown for me because, like, I mean, like, although I still enjoyed it in a totally different sense than what I thought I was going to enjoy it as. Because that, that's really what it is. Like, you and I both thought, I mean, most people thought that it was going to be an actual serious take on Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah, I did. Right? And, and instead we got this fucking retarded-ass crazy parody, which 
it, to me was funny in its own way and is and like i i do want to see more of that just because it's so stupid that it's funny um but that's just not what i was originally going in i thought that i was going to be actually seeing like an like an artistically done mortal Kombat movie that made sense and was compelling yeah if they had just it danced that line of we don't know whether to take ourselves seriously or we don't know whether to be super campy and the problem was you didn't do it either. danced it I, I i think it just went straight to campy <laughs> and said fuck it off the reality I, well, I look at the first mortal Kombat as super campy right this one, yeah. This one, at least, I feel like that wasn't too far away. From but this. if you go back to the beginning of the the most recent one, right? The that mm-hmm. was a little bit uh, more serious, yes. right? The very the very beginning. That's why I th- I thought that like at that first part, like I thought that we were on the path that mm-hmm. I originally thought we were going on, and then right after that is whenever it took it. <laughs> it took a shit divergence. <laughs> it just yeah, took a shit is really what it did. Uh, but I would I would still really love to see it. I, I do feel like it's wasted potential because I, I would really love to see a real take on Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can do it and I feel like that, you know, beginning like 15 minutes of it showed that there is something there and there's some really compelling storylines that can be explored. So The two warring anyways, ninja oh, clans by itself. Yeah. Interesting as fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah, we'll see. I know this, we got onto a movie that wasn't even about what we were originally talking about. <laughs> well, yeah, it, I, I think I think that with um, you know, Borderlands, like, yeah, I just I hope we don't get another um, Mortal Kombat movie out of this. That would be bad. Yes, absolutely. So speaking of bad movies, sorry I say people who've made bad movies, Patty Jenkins and her Rogue Squadron has found a writer. Uh, the writer is known for another movie that you probably never watched, but I had to watch because I have kids. Dora and the Lost City of Gold that came out in 2020. Or no, well, no, uh, not 2020. It came out in 2017, 18? I don't know. It was a couple Bomino's Boots. Yeah. Swiper No Swiping. Oh, dude. Did you, did you actually see the Dora movie? No, I did not actually see the Dora okay. movie. I just, I, I just like um, remember the show like i never actually watched mm-hmm. it but like from when i was like much 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 younger like you know it was like on on occasion oh yeah oh my kids used to love the shit out of watching dora the explorer but i'm glad they're yeah. at that age because i don't have to listen to her freaking yap at the you know <laughs> i still i think i still think of the most fucked up child's like tv show is teletubbies, teletubbies dude. <laughs> man dude like whenever i babysat my cousins like I just it really like fucking freaked me out because I saw like they were laughing their asses off at it right but they were you know on the screen it was basically a black screen and I saw this fucking yellow Teletubby run across the screen like oh oh, oh, oh." (laughs) and then like go from one side of the screen to the other and then another one did the same thing a second later like the red Mm -hmm. one (laughs) and then like another one came across the screen stopped midway looked at the camera and went Oh. And then, like, ran off, and I was like, "What the fuck am I watching? <laughs> like, this is the creepiest oh. shit I've ever seen. Like, this is more creepy to me than like horror movies that are intending to scare me are creepy. You know what yeah. I mean? My kids never got like a, that shit's fucked up. My sorry, my youngest kids, because as far as I know, my oldest daughter or youngest daughter was hella into Teletubbies. Mm, no, uh, but my youngest kid, or my sorry, my oldest son. Really loved Yo Gabba Gabba. I don't know what the fuck. Oh, that is. you should look up Yo Gabba Gabba. It was uh, it was an interesting TV show. Uh, it wasn't like super creepy. It actually had some you know funny songs and things like that that they did. But like it wasn't it wasn't Teletubbies creepy. Uh, <laughs> but the reason why I asked if you had seen the movie is uh, spoiler for anybody who hasn't seen it. There's a part where they're stuck in the jungle. They wind up eating mushrooms. And it actually goes back to the animated version of the show. Wait, so they trip on mushrooms? They the... trip on mushrooms, and then the show become the movie becomes the animated version of the show while they're tripping. I mean, that's I think that that's cool yeah. and funny, but I don't think that that's right for kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know. It was that was the whole thing just to give that tie. Yeah, I think like it's like why are you fuck? making it? They're eating, but like is drug references really the way to well, do that in a kids movie said, to make that in crossover? The jungle. Right, and then they're like, "We're hungry. Yeah. We need to eat something." So they said, "Oh, here, there's some mushrooms." They start eating the mushrooms, and Dora's like, "Don't eat the mushrooms!" And then they start tripping crazy. 
I feel like that's still not like for for kids that are in the range of Dora the Explorer. Like, I feel like that's just not a great like. There's so many other ways that they could have done that. Yeah, I, I just feel like that was yeah. like, whatever. <laughs> like, so drug tripping is not should not be a part. Yeah. Of it. So Matthew Robinson is the writer. Uh, he's also written other stuff. Was it Ricky Gervais' The Intervention of Lying? Uh, and uh, indie film Love and, Great Love and Monsters. So it's not just mm-hmm. Dora and the Lost City of Gold that he's responsible for. I'm I'm less worried about him than I am worried about the director of this movie, Miss um, Miss mm. Patty Jenkins, who PJ, yeah, so yeah, who gave us the ultimate, just absolute atrocity that was Wonder Woman eighty four. Mm-hmm. And if you go back. And start to really dissect and look at Wonder Woman now that we've had some time away from it. It's not as good as we thought it was. Talking about the original, the original one. The first two thirds of the movie are still good, but there's still some bits in there either that are kind of like ah, I'm not sure. The biggest thing for me was the missed opportunity where you have Diana wandering around going, "It's Aries, it's Aries." It's like you're supposed to be this fish out of water kind of thing. Right, and it's like it's Aries, it's Aries, and then to turn around and have her be correct, mm-hmm. right? Rather than her having to learn, no, the world of man just sucks. Uh, we will always fight and kill each other, and then for her to go, you know what? Fine, what I'm going to do is I am going to protect those who cannot protect themselves. Yeah, that to me seems like a better way for Diana to to. You know, like plant herself in the world of man and continue to be like Wonder Woman and then, you know, be the, the vision of, of, of justice or whatever you want to call it. But for her to be like, oh, it's Ares. Ares is doing all this stuff. And then Ares shows up and goes, hi, yeah, it was me. <laughs> what? Right. I mean, I think that, um, like, that was always my biggest, I think, ever, I think everyone has critiqued original Wonder Woman on the third act. Mm-hmm. Like, it was terrible. Yeah. So I do think that, you know, like Wonder Woman wasn't like a masterpiece by any means to me. But I, I will say that a lot of it I did think was very good. But Patty Jenkins in general has just shown to me that she's, I don't know, just not capable of handling a franchise. Yeah. I'm just curious as so, to why Lucasfilm has decided, oh, yeah, we'll bring you on board after you took a crap all over Wonder Woman. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I mean, that's a good point. Like, I have no idea why that, why they decided that that should be the case. Yeah, yeah it doesn't make. Any <laughs> um, sense. I, don't, I don't. She supposedly has like the the close tie to it because her parents were air air pilots or something like that. I don't. Think that doesn't mean like, anything. My dad was a marine. I, I'm not going to sit there and make a movie about being in the Marine Corps. Well, it, it, exactly. It doesn't give you the credentials, especially like just being related to someone who was in something doesn't give you the credentials to do it, like make a movie about it. So yeah, I, I agree. Like, um, but you know, we'll see, maybe she'll blow us away, but I have zero faith. Um, <laughs> after honestly, like if you could release a movie like Wonder Woman 84 and say, yes, you're, you're fucking wrong. Like everything you do is wrong. You need to go back to fucking school and relearn your entire industry because <laughs> that thing was a fucking disaster. Yes, absolutely. And you put your stamp on that disaster. So, like, fuck you. <laughs> yes. yes. So, it, look, yeah. I'll, I'll just, I just look at it this way. If it fails miserably, it's just one mm-hmm. more thing to throw on the lap of Kathleen Kennedy and her utter just lack of the ability to run anything related to Star Wars for Lucasfilm. Uh, I mean, yeah, I I don't know why Kathleen Kennedy is even at the helm anymore. Like, I, I think she has proven time and time and again that she has no idea what she's doing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And she has no appreciation for the fan base at all and no, like, appreciation to the actual fidelity to, to the narrative as well. Like, ugh. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So, so yeah, we'll see what happens yeah. with that. <laughs> so, speaking of lack of appreciation for your fan base, let's move into some gaming news. Uh, first up, mm-hmm. the folks at Niantic have decided to roll back some pre-pandemic, or sorry, some pandemic changes in Pokemon Go. Uh, specifically, the distance that you had to be from, uh, you know, gyms and Pokestops uh, in order to interact with them. 
So the reason why I think this is something that's like, you know, pretty decent for us to talk about. It's like we're rolling out. We're coming out of the, the you know, the stay at home, the pandemic phases. We're, are we are we going to start to see some changes to gaming habits as a result of this? You know, one of the things that I think both, both Pokemon Go and uh, Harry Potter Wizards Unite implemented some features that were very supportive of people who, you know, you can't go out. These games were the primary feature was you out wandering around and interacting with your uh, environment to go to a location. And what players found was that expanding the zone where you can interact with something, put them in less dangerous situations. Like they didn't have to cross streets yeah. as much. They were not trespassing. And for Niantic to turn around and go, Oh no, we're going to take it back to where it was beforehand. The, the players aren't liking this. Yeah, I mean, I, I get both sides of it, but I definitely agree with one side more, basically. Like, I understand that the whole point of the game was to get up and be active and blah, blah, blah. Um, and so I get that that's what they want to hold true to as their, like, core value for the game. But at the same time, it's unrealistic, I think. And there are lots of times when, yeah, it's you can't walk around and, and do these things for you know, any literally any number of reasons. Um, you know, that's very specific to wherever you're located at the time and there have been a lot of really terrifying situations that have occurred unfortunately from um pokemon go specifically just because of that you know geolocated aspect of it and so giving people the ability to yeah kind of remotely do things um really helped ease that pain and i i think that at the end of the day like it also still held up that core value at the same time um because there's still lots of aspects of the games that you do need to walk around for and everything like that still. But having those um, those features that they implemented for the pandemic was was key. And it's always that that curse of, of gaming where, like, if game developers give you something, taking it away is a thousand times harder. You know what yeah, I mean? No, absolutely. And that's kind of the thing th- that, as a developer, you have to be concerned with when you make changes. Right? Exactly. If, especially if it's something that's a, in a, under a circumstance to combat an, an unprecedented situation or you want to try yeah. to do an experiment on something or you just want to run a, an event to be like, hey, what if we did this? When players fall in love with it and it's a it's something that becomes a, a, a point of ease of use and they find that, oh, if this thing wasn't changed, then I probably would not be engaging with this game or this feature as much. And then you want to roll that back? I, I just exactly. in this situation, I just I just don't understand what's the point because it's not like players were able to sit at home and not go to these you know locations. They had to still go to the locations. They just didn't have to get right on top of them. Yeah, they had to be close, but not exactly. Yeah, there. so you're still accomplishing the goal, as you said, of like going out, exploring, and finding things. But it's you know you you had situations where. Some people were put in danger because some of the, the the points of interest or whatever were placed in in locations that they really shouldn't be, and because yeah. and the pandemic is still going yes, on exactly like, exactly, and we have the Delta variant coming out now as well, oh, and Jesus. so like that's going to be a whole nother problem. And Delta Delta Plus in some places around the world as well. well so. Everybody ready for your third shot? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Boosters. Um, I mean. I don't know why they're doing this now, regardless of the conversation of if it's good or bad, because like we're still in it. So I don't know, but um, yeah, I mean like no matter what, like it wasn't a drastic departure from what the game was meant to be in the slightest bit. There's lots of pros to that new feature, even outside of the pandemic. So yeah, I think that they should keep it and, you would you will definitely hurt your fan base now that they've seen it's always it's yeah it's that like you know we've seen the greener pastures on the other side you can't take us back to what we were at before mm-hmm. like that's just kind of how it is now so they honestly need to kind of roll with those punches and you know they released it it is what it is pandora's box has been opened uh, you got to deal with the consequences yep you mentioned greener pastures and seeing what players are doing and and wanting to to help them and make them make them have a good experience uh, Halo Infinite is not going to force you to grind <laughs> battle passes. So yep. 343 decided to take a look at what the landscape of free-to-play gaming is 
and they took one look at Battle Passes and said, ah, these are dumb. We're going to change them. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so what's the new, what's their new, like, what are they doing different with them now? Like, oh, they're doing a number of things. So first, like, they really want to have players to, like, just focus on the content and, and the events and stuff. So things like uh, if an event runs, it will never end. Right. So you right. can come in if an event ran, you know, say the first year or whatever, and you come in as a new player, you could take part in that event or that battle pass or whatever it is, and then get the rewards from that. So they won't just disappear and you're like, you, you're stuck. You can't get it. Right. It's not fun. Right. So mm -hmm. you, you also, so there's, and it also forced that obligation to play. They don't want that. They want you to enjoy the game and play the game kind of like on your own time. And, and they feel that if players are given that sense of freedom, they'll be able to have more fun rather than make it feel like a job and feel like work. Um, so that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's one of the, the biggest things about the, the whole idea is like, they just, they just don't want that grindy feel of a job. Um, plus they're going to have the seasons. They're going to be a little longer. It was like three months mm -hmm. or something like that. So then they can cycle out content. Sorry, not set longer, a little shorter. Uh, it'll be three months so they can cycle out content quicker. So the players that are that are actually engaging on a regular basis feel like that they're mm -hmm. getting more out of it. Yeah, I mean, I do like this new route. Um, you know, battle passes have kind of become like a, a very normal thing to see in games with, you know, any kind of, not even just multiplayer really, but just any kind of, you know, popular game that wants an alternative method to monetize, I guess. Um and I, I think it's actually like a, a really good way to do it. Even ones that do require you to grind are usually like, um, you know, it's usually like worth it. It's I, I feel like a more ethical way to monetize uh, games a lot. Yeah. Um, so I, I like that. But yeah, I like the the fact that Halo is now working on the real grindy feeling that comes with those battle passes, despite how good battle passes may be. It does have that grindy feeling. So I'm curious, you know, to see like how far they go with it. And if they stay true to it, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty excited for Halo Infinite I, overall. I'm usually the first person to be like Halo overrated franchise, but to be honest, this has me a little bit interested. Like maybe I'll try it out. It's free. It's going to be free on the multiplayer mm -hmm. part. Will be free. Like the campaign, right? Uh, is also going to launch on Xbox Game Pass, which which I'm sorry, Xbox Game. Jesus Christ, man, Microsoft killing is it, killing it. Um, Constantly killing yeah. it. Next week, uh, I'm, I'm disappointed Chew Burger's not here because he and I could have talked about the stuff that's coming to Windows 11, specifically like the focus stuff on gaming, um, where you will no longer have that clunky piece of junk Microsoft. Well, you know what? Why don't you tell me? <laughs> so you what, could be like, oh. Just like, just like the real quick highlight of like what's so fucking cool about it. Because I've heard now like five people tell me that Microsoft 11 has some really good shit about yeah, so it. So why don't you give me the One of the biggest of things about Windows 11 is it's going to be free. A free upgrade to Windows 10. Right? Okay. So right there out the gate. I don't have to pay anything extra. So great. I'm going to have all this stuff available to me. They're focusing more on the mobile to PC transit, desktop to mobile transition. So the mobile version of their OS is going to get tweaked because I heard that was a pretty crappy experience. I don't have a Windows phone or use the Windows mobile OS or whatever, but you know, or a tablet or anything like that. But it seems kind of like they did the same thing with Windows 8, and I'm hoping they don't fall into the same pits because they've changed the start button. It's not in the bottom left corner where it normally is. It's going to be smack in the center of the screen. People, people don't like change like that. They tried it with Windows 8. It blew up in their faces. They had to go back to what the original, what Windows X or 7 had looked like before or when well it's kind of like change for the sake of change is just stupid like if it's an innovative change uh, with like you know good utility to it fine yeah. but like really like let's move it from the bottom left where everyone knows to look for it as and just be confusing to put it in the center yeah. like fuck that you. seems like it's you know again we want to make the transition for the operating system from desktop to to uh, device or mobile as seamless as possible so there's no start button down there on a mobile device so now it was like, oh, we'll put it in the center. So it's the same thing on the mobile device as it is on PC. Like, yeah, that's fine. But I I have a computer. I don't have a Surface or I don't have yeah. a, a Windows phone. I don't use those things. Not everything needs to be a one-to-one. -one. Exactly. Not, now, even, even 
what we call it, um, Apple's ecosystem, right? It's a little bit different on the iPhone than it is on the Mac. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of crossover, but yeah, it's not the yeah, same. It's not the same because they realize it's two different things. You're not, you're, yeah. not, you're not using the same thing one to one. The biggest thing, though, is that it's going to have its own Xbox. Um, what is it? Game Pass app versus that piece of crap Xbox app that they have on there now. So they're leaning heavily or heavier into making games a little bit more accessible um, and and Game Pass in general more accessible on the the new operating systems. I, overall, like just the, I'm loving this whole push into gaming. Like like Microsoft is doubling, tripling down by purchasing big and and working hard to make sure that the Xbox Game Pass is a super important or or you know value very very high value. Uh, Let, let's be honest, they're working hard to make sure that Sony yeah. or that PlayStation basically becomes irrelevant. Well, it's competition, so that's going to have to force Sony to do better, right? Yeah, the problem is Sony's Sony isn't doing, doing better. better. <laughs> Sony is not. Sony's doing fucking yes, nothing. Is, so now what's going to happen is Sony's going to be a, uh, pub, a publisher developer, not a console manufacturer, which is, I guess it's okay because the way things are going, you know, everybody just get a computer. Forget it. Just get a computer. Don't worry about consoles anymore. <laughs> Consoles suck. No, well, fuck, I, fuck that. I know. Yeah. I know. I, I, again, everybody wants to game on their couch without having to sit at the computer. Yes, yes, fine. I mean, I'm, I'm, I say mobile above anything else. Um, just, I, I like to be able to play whenever I want. I like to be able to fucking lay down on my bed yeah. and just look at my phone screen. It's, it's nice. So my problem is, is if I'm looking, if I'm laying down on my bed, right. I can't, it's, it sucks to try to do it while you're laying on your stomach. It just feels weird because then your arms get in a weird position. And you can't do it above your head because heaven forbid, like, the phone slips. <laughs> How, like, what are you, why do you get into these weird positions for to play? I'm having, like, this image right now, like, you on your bed, like, a fucking frustrated teenager trying to find the perfect position while you're trying to play That's your game. That's pretty much what happens. <laughs> like, I, for, for me, I just, like, I, I prop up, like, these two pillows to create a kind of back for for myself and then i just sit down oh, and kind of i have my upper body yeah kind of like up yeah and uh yeah just the lower body's just fucking relaxing yeah, dude yeah. chilling i guess you could do that I, that's the way yeah, my, that's why you don't like mobile games dude. you just haven't found that sweet no, spot I don't, position i don't like mobile games especially action mobile games because i don't have that tactile like i have big thumbs and my thumbs take mm-hmm. up most of the screen. That's mm-hmm. the problem I have. So then I can't see what's going on because my freaking thumbs are in the way. Uh, beefy, beefy thumb syndrome. Yeah, that's the uh, technical yes, term for yes. it. So that's why I love phones like the uh, iPhone 12 Pro Max, which I don't have. I still only have a 10. So I want to get the Pro Max when I do get a chance to upgrade. I want the larger phone. So I'm not looking at my thumbs. I'm looking at a screen. Yeah. Yeah. I um. I mean, I, I got to say, like, yeah, it's uh, that part of it. Like, I want controller features, like, to be more commonplace for, for mobile games um, because I do feel like that would be a game changer um, for a lot of games that I'm, I'm playing um, and that I know you have played and are playing as well. <laughs> like, I we've talked about having that controller feature there and how much better it would make it. And uh, so I, I would really like to see that become uh, very normalized with mobile gaming and seamless. So and, and once once that happens, I think it'll be a game changer. You are seeing more peripherals because one of the things that uh, I wound up getting for the Diablo Alpha uh, second, the Diablo World second Alpha, was uh, a controller that attached to the phone and then had like a little thumbstick thing that stuck on the the face of the phone to kind of take the place of that third but the thing you don't have is that so it does have controller support no 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 no, no. this was a a a peripheral that like i can't even begin to to, to describe it i'll I'll find a link for you and send it to you but really all it is is Mm -hmm. like um do you know how the nintendo switch how you can take the joy cons off and snap them into the peripheral that the controller adapter Right, it's yeah. a very similar thing. It's just that your phone sits in in the controller, and you have the handles on the side, right? So that's how you hold. Oh, it. so it like covers the spots. Well, then where you would put your you thumbs have, with that well, stick. You only have one. Yeah, you have a little teeny tiny circle that's a stick on it, and you or, or a little knob. Right, so that covers the part where your left thumb would be. So moving your character is done there. 
But the problem is, is when you get into stuff that's UI related, like if it's a story or something like that, it's covering elements of the UI that yeah. you, would, you would normally see because you take your thumb off of it, but you have that thing there instead. So it's not a perfect system. It did make the game feel a little bit better when actually going through gameplay. Uh, mm-hmm. So, but, you know, ho- hopefully that there'll be some other solution or a better solution or something or god please just let them add freaking controller support to this damn game yeah um, i mean that's really what it yeah, is that's really what i hope for is just just give me control controller, controller support um yeah and also uh blue stacks please this has to run on blue stacks because i want to play this on blue stacks <laughs> <laughs> i wish you get a yeah fair enough stacks. uh <laughs> there we go <laughs> uh yeah so but yeah, uh, I think that's it though. That covers all the the news items for the nerdy news and the gaming news and anything else. Was there anything else you wanted to to hit real quick before we call it a night? No, I think we we did it justice. We got the and like perfect timing, by the way. Like look at well, that. I'm about to extend this a little bit because I have a story that's funny because uh, my family left for a week to go on a camping trip last week mm-hmm. and i fell in a hole and i'm sad i fell in this hole but at the same time i'm not sad i started playing fortnite you started playing fortnite because you fell in a I hole fell, no, no 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 like like i fell in the fortnite hole like that's the hole i oh. fell into was playing fortnite gotcha uh, okay i let my kids start playing it and my brother was like you gotta play come on man you gotta play I'm like i'm not playing this damn game because i knew one of two things was gonna happen I was going to hate it. I, I didn't know your brother played oh, it too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, I was like, either I'm going to hate this game and I'm going to hate gaming in general and it's going to make me sad because this is one of the biggest games in the world and people are playing this shit and it's a piece of crap. Mm-hmm. Or the opposite. I'm going to get so far into this game that it's going to consume me and I'm not going to play anything else. The latter is what happened. I spent the oh, entire boy. week, every waking moment where I wasn't doing something like work related playing Fortnite when my family was gone. So much so when they came back, I'm like, damn it, now I gotta play with the kids. I don't wanna play with the kids. Because <laughs> I can't... Well, now you can have your kids play Fortnite with you. Yeah, yeah. Although, so that's my oldest son and I got a, got a victory royale. I don't know how Fortnite's matchmaking works, but I'm pretty sure they put me in the stupid uh, ranking. <laughs> and when I play by myself or with my youngest son, we win. But playing with my brother, we always manage to get third. So I, I hmm. think I think they've they've upped the the competition when I went up playing with brother because he played for so long. But again, like one of the things about this game, we were talking about the battle pass earlier with uh Halo Infinite. Fortnite has done a lot of good things, I think, with their battle pass system. Um uh, they've got so much as far as content in terms of like there's the creative there's the the other game modes but just in things like skins and other vanity items that you have that there's so much they're cycling stuff out from all of the different seasons and you don't see a lot of the original stuff like when you go into a match it's not everybody running around looking the same sure there are copies here and there especially if it's a new character skin or whatever that's come out but i still go in i'm like oh my god look there's predator Oh, oh my god is that john wick you know, it's like there's, you know, there's DC, there's Marvel, there's X-Men, there's, you know, all just random characters that they've created. Now they have Rick and Morty, so they have a skin for Rick, who has a Morty hammer. Uh, there's just so many different components, so many different pieces of IP that they have in this game. It's mind-boggling sometimes at times. And even then, the... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... Uh... Like, yeah, like a sad attempt at trying to copy um, League of Legends oh, battle Lord. passes. Yeah. Uh, so, no, because with League of Legends, you you get skins, but you don't get a lot of, like... I guess, do they do different emotes for the skins? I know they have premium skins where, like, everything Dude, they, yes. I, I can guarantee you they... Like, everything that Fortnite has done... As in fact, I know this, Everything that Fortnite has done is a blatant copy off of the versions of things that uh, League of Legends does with their battle passes and their different skins and emotes and other vanity features that they have. Yeah, well, imitation is the greatest form of flattery. Mm, yeah, until they start charging more for uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So this whole thing like, just basically leaves me like, I don't feel bad for, for Epic in the whole Epic-Apple fight because they've 
not quite well either. for themselves. So oh they, yeah, they for sure. Fine. Both like in a in a battle where both companies are like fucking billionaires, yeah. like. I don't cry for anyone. Like, like, I feel nothing for either of you. Get out of here. Yeah, like you guys could both suck a dick. Like I, I remember whenever Spotify was like, this happened like a few years ago. Um, Spotify was like, iTunes is such a bully. Yes. It came out with like this statement, and I was like, dude, like go fuck yourself, Spotify. Yeah. You're fucking Spotify. Yeah, exactly. So. All right. Well, that does it for me. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it for, for me as well. I had a super boring week, so I just was moving. Um, like my parents moved into a new place, so um, I was helping them move the whole time and uh, getting everything set up. So I've had a very boring week. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Well, then you want to take us out of here? Yeah. So thank you all very much for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, don't forget to check out the Discord once again, discord.me forward slash ANR. And uh, thank you very much to our patrons. Uh, you can check out our um, uh, patron site at patreon.com forward slash ANR pod. And of course, don't forget to uh, like and subscribe comment. If there is a comment section on whichever, you know, platform you usually listen to podcasts on and um yeah that's pretty much it thank you guys so much we will see you guys next week see you guys